Hi, you guys. Welcome back to the Imani Talks podcast. We are going to get right into it today with our very first email in question. First of all, you guys should be ashamed of yourselves. Ashamed! Because I told you last month, four weeks ago, that I had set up the email, the Ask Imani Talks at Gmail, for you guys to email me in questions for the podcast. And I've only gotten three emails, only three. And two of them I couldn't even use because they weren't even questions. So we got our very first official email. Go ahead and email me, you guys. I'm going to be picking a question every week to answer on the podcast. So this week is from our girl, Shay. Hey, Shay. Hey, boo. Um, so here's what Shay emailed me. She said, hi, Amani. I follow you on TikTok and I love your videos. Ah, Thank you. Um, so she's saying, I saw one where you talked about where a red flag for a guy is when all his exes are not black. I'm with my man and he recently told me all his exes have been light skin and I'm very much the opposite. Should I be worried? Mm. Girl, let's get into it, Shay. Okay. Let's get into it. So Shay is referring to one of my old TikTok videos. I think I posted it maybe a few months ago. I don't believe in talking about exes when it comes to like a new relationship because what do you care about someone's ex? But the only time you should ever care about someone's past dating history is if you're dating a black guy and you would be his first black girlfriend. If he ever says something like he's always dated light skin or yeah, all my ex-girlfriends, you know, they just happen to be light-skinned. Red flag, do not date that guy. Because his entire life, he's chose non-black. And it's not, oh, you don't, you know, choose who you fall in love with. Yes, you do. Because you choose who you date, right? So his whole life, he's chose non-black. That, that doesn't really add up to me. I don't really, when it comes to the guy I'm dating, right, I don't really care too much about your past relationships, about your exes. I don't really care about that. The only thing I care about when it comes to your past relationships are if you exclusively dated non-black women. So I was basically saying in the video where um, I dated a guy and months into the relationship, I found out that I was the first black girl he dated. And when I, guys... When I tell you I damn near broke up with him right in that moment, I struggled with that. I really did because anyone that knows me knows that I'm very much pro-black and that is how I live my life. That is the model I live my life by. That is the lens in which I view the world. I'm always pushing a positive black agenda, a positive black woman agenda. I'm always rooting for black love in a, in a black family structure. I'm always rooting for everything black. So for you to date exclusively non-black, that means that you don't care about any of that stuff. So we are not going to live our lives the same just based off of that alone, right? When I'm thinking something, you know, I'm, I'm looking through the lens of pro-blackness, you, you, you're disregarding that. So, you know, I feel like for a relationship to work, you guys have to at least view the world generally the same way. And, um, yeah, that was not the case. I feel like for a lot of black men, when they exclusively date outside their race, a lot of self-hate also accompanies that because you don't like your own blackness. You don't, you know, it's evident, you know, you're trying to surround yourself with non-blackness so much because you're trying to cover up for the fact that you hate your own blackness. You can't change the fact that you're black, but you can definitely change the people around you. And yeah, I definitely feel like it stems from self-hate. The whole thing about that is, if someone hates themselves, how can they love you? 
Like truly, it might not be manifesting, um, you know, itself into big problems right now. But Shay, I, I'm, I, I promise you, boo, it's coming. It's coming because no one can love you and then hate themselves. They have to love themselves first and then let that overflow onto you. And black men who date exclusively outside their race hate themselves. I'm convinced. You're not convincing me otherwise. Um, so, Shay, you're asking me, should you be worried? Yes, boo, you should be worried. You should be worried because, um, but here's the thing. Shay might not be as pro-black as I am. Shay might not care about those things, but I'm guessing that she is because she's asking me. You know, she she's saying, well, shit, like, should I be worried about this? Yes. Yes, boo, you should. If you want black kids and you want a husband that's going to support your black kids and is, and, you know, once, you know, a black legacy and all that stuff. Yeah. You should be worried. If, if I'm you boo, and you're asking for my advice, um, I would dump him. I'm not sure how long you guys have been dating, but if it's a new relationship, get out of there, get out of there as fast as you can, because that is a major red flag. Actually, I'm glad that we brought this up because I was recently watching Love is Blind. Do you guys watch Love is Blind on Netflix? Anyway, if you haven't watched it, it's just like a dating show on Netflix. But the whole kind of idea of it is these men and women, they date, but they don't physically see each other. They're in these pods, like in these rooms, hearing each other, like, you know, talking to each other, but they can't see each other. And the whole premise of the show is to experiment on whether love truly is blind. So... There's this one guy on there named Kwame. And if you guys watch Love is Blind, you know exactly what I'm about to talk about. I mean, girl, we talk about coonery. He is King Coon. He is King Coon. And I feel like I don't I'm going to stop saying I feel like black men who date exclusively outside their race are coons. They are self-hating, shucking and jiving coons, right? And I feel like Kwame is such a good example of this because he literally hit on every point of coonery all within a few episodes. I mean, it's it's extraordinary. First, the self-hate, because we already talked about that, right? First, you know, black men who did outside their race, they they hate blackness. They, you know, a portion of them, they 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 hate themselves. And um, we saw that very early on with Kwame. He's in the pods telling people that he wanted to use the name Alex instead of Kwame because, of course, Kwame is a very black, you know, black name. And he didn't want his blackness to disqualify him with certain people. So off the bat, we know that he wants to his goal is to date interracially because, you know, that wouldn't matter to a black girl. But he's saying, well, for the non-black girls, I, I still want a chance with y'all. So I was going to use the name Alex. So we already see the self-hate with Kwame right off the bat. Like, you wasted no time telling us that you hate yourself. I, I, I feel bad that people really go through their life hating themselves, like truly. And this was a good example of that. And then we move on a few episodes in, and he's giving us this little sob story about how when he was in high school, he couldn't even pick up his prom date because... Um, what, what did he say? Uh, he couldn't pick up, pick up his prom date because he was black. Now, I'm not really sure why he told that story. I, I'm, I'm sure that he was, you know, fishing for some sympathy or empathy from us. But me as a viewer, I, 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 I had no sympathy for him. I did not feel bad for him. Not one ounce because you did that to yourself. You could have took a black girl to prom and, and had a great time at prom. But no, 
you robbed yourself of a memorable experience like prom and inflicted some um, some trauma having an experience of overt racism. You could have went to prom, like I said, you could have had a great time with a black girl, but no. And here's the coon's motto. They would rather have white rejection than black acceptance. They would rather go and struggle to fit into white spaces than go to communities where they are loved and appreciated, where, where they'll be accepted. They would rather struggle to fit into a space where those people are rejecting them constantly. And then he goes on to say, because of that prom experience, he felt like he always had to prove himself. Prove yourself to who, Kwame? To white people? So you would be willing to spend the rest of your life trying to prove yourself to people who will never see you as equal anyway, instead of, like I said, just going to your own community where you will be 100% accepted and loved. You really have to hate yourself. I mean, at that point, he's like an emotional cutter. You know, like, he's like, oh, I mean, I, I love the rejection so much. <laughs> it's pathetic. It's literally pathetic. I didn't feel bad for him when he was telling us that prom story, but I truly do feel bad for him because he really seems to really hate himself. And even beyond that, right, you know, beyond the shucking and jiving of having to prove himself to people who don't give a fuck about him, um, we see his relationship because he's, he's dating someone white. He got Chelsea. And I don't really feel like their relationship is going that well because, like I said, if you hate yourself, how can you give someone else love? It doesn't, it, it will never work out. Shay, run while you can, girl. Run and get yourself a nice pro-black man, someone who appreciates blackness when he sees it because obviously the guy that you are with does not. Does not okay and you let him you know slide with little stuff it's, it's gonna manifest into really big stuff later on I promise you I promise you it always does the things that the red flags that we see in men ladies I'm talking to y'all the red flags that we see in men that we let slide early on are always the reasons why the relationship does not make it in the end every single time those one or two Oh, well, I don't know. Those are always the reasons that you end up breaking up in the end. I promise you, it always is. It always is, especially something as big as this. I mean, he doesn't date black girls. If, if I had a white guy come up to me and he's like, oh, you know, I never date white women. I would look at him like something's wrong with you. How are you white and you don't date white women? So I don't see how we don't think the same thing with black men. How are you black and you don't date black women? Something's wrong with you. You have, you have a mental illness, sir. You are mentally not well. So Shay, like I said, should you be worried? Yes. Dump them, boo. Get somebody new. Get somebody better. Um, preferably not a self-hating self coon. Um, yeah, cause we, we deal with enough stuff in the black community. We don't need, um, all that, you know, all that shit from someone's childhood and they're trying to prove themselves to white people. No, no girl run, run as fast as you can. You know, my TikTok videos cover a lot of stuff. <laughs> I swear, like you guys are going to be emailing me and I feel like I have a TikTok video to explain literally everything. I talk a lot, obviously.
But no, yeah, like that, that deep dive into Kwame was just so it's, it was just so much needed because there was just so many points. I mean, the self hate, the putting yourself in situations where you're not wanted, the proving you're the having to prove yourself, the shucking the jive, like, is it not exhausting? Isn't that exhausting to live a life where you feel like you have to prove yourself to white people? And I'm more than convinced that that is a big reason why we see so many black athletes date white women too, or date outside their race. You know, there's a dynamic with, you know, these white athletic teams, you know, in the NF or the, <laughs> in the fucking NFL and the NBA, you know, because white men own those teams, you know, those are major, you know, they're, they're owned by white men. And we see these black athletes trying to prove themselves like, oh, the, that white man doesn't own me. I'm dating a white woman. How could he own me? <laughs> but I, I, that's oversimplifying it. But that's basically what it is. Like the black men, a lot of times they don't even, you know, they try to mask it as preference. Oh, I just prefer to date outside my race. But it's not really you preferring them. It's really you using, you know, I'm going to use white women as an example. It's really you using white women as pawns, as, you know, trophies, as kind of like a status of your your social status. You're trying to get that much closer to, you know, the white man. So you're going to, oh, if the white man dates white women and I date white women, I'm that much closer to being just like the white man. No, Mm-mm, hun, you will never, oh, the average white man is never going to see the average black man as equal. And that's just what it is. That's just the world that we live in today. So, I mean, just knowing that and then seeing you coons try to keep up with them by dating white women. Come on. It's, it's laughable. It, it it truly is laughable. So, um, yeah, I try to stay away from, and, and here's the thing. It's not even like, oh, I just don't date black men that, um, before me have only dated non-black women. I don't even want to be around black men like that. Cause obviously your judgment is off on a major, you know, section of your life, like dating. I mean, who you choose to be your partner or who you choose to marry is the biggest decision that you'll ever make in your life. That's why someone's dating life and, you know, their dating history tells us so much about them. That's the biggest decision that you'll ever make in your life because who you choose to spend your life with reflects on who you are as a person. Who you choose to surround yourself with is a reflection of you. And in all areas of life, I would not want to associate myself with someone who was just so anti-black. Mm-mm. No, thank you. No, thank you. So thank you guys for the questions. I mean, this is a very short little, you know, episode, but um, yeah, we got into some things. Love is blind. We're like halfway through the season with that. I really want to see how this season ends up. I really want to see what happens with like Kwame and Chelsea, because it just really seems like, like I said, like it's not so much that he's preferring the white woman. It's that he hates himself and he's really using white women as some kind of like pawn and in his twisted life. I mean, I feel bad for the women that he comes across because obviously he's not using them or he's not seeing them as just people to spend his life with. He's seeing them as someone to help him through his own shit, you know, his own self-hatred. And I hate to see women go through traumatic experiences with men, truly. Though these are the type of men that we stay away from women. These are the type of men that we stay away from. So thank you guys for watching this episode of Amani Talks. I will see you later. Email me.
email me because I need a question for next week. <laughs> All right, you guys, I'll see you later. Bye.